Hi, my name is Daman Curitan, Senior Journalist for XR Today, and we're bringing you the latest and greatest from the XR, VR, and AR industry. And today we have on Michael Shaw, Managing Director of Envision VR, and Amy Farragdon, Head of Sales. So thanks for joining us today. And would you like to tell us a little bit about yourselves? Yeah, uh, well, thanks for having us. Um, yeah, my name is Michael Shaw. I'm the founder and managing director of Envision VR. Um, yeah, I've I've been in the construction industry uh, for the last 15 years uh, and and run a few successful companies uh, before this. But this project has been the, my baby for the last three three years. And um, yeah, so I'm I'm mainly head of technology and strategy, uh, and we've developed this company over the last three years and, and we're excited to now really sell it to the market and this is where Amy has come involved in the last like two years and uh, she's here to help me sell. Yeah, Great. exactly. Like Mike said, um, essentially we've been friends for 15 years and he came to me with this idea and he said, um, do you want to come on board and help me bring the baby to life? So yeah, I've been working in the business for the last two years and I look after the marketing sales side of the business and then Mike looks after the tech side of the business. Okay, sounds great. Thanks for sharing that with us. And um, we'll just dive straight right into all the questions that we've got, They're like the very pressing questions. Well, so let's, <laughs> okay. So yeah, we'll go to the first one. Um, so with Envision VR, it's a very interesting solution that you've got here um, related to you know, properties and different kind of architectural designs and so on. So what was the reason for designing the property viewing solution and what initial problems did they want to solve in the property market? Mm. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, where, where I'll, I'll let Amy speak on where we are currently now, but where we are now, but where I originally came up with identifying a problem was that I saw that there was a really struggle for people to be able to sell off the plan and to be able to understand what they were buying off the plan. Yeah. Uh, we have um, a few companies in Australia which are testing and, and playing around with the idea of being able to project a 2D image into a large space so that you can walk around your, your floor plan before it's built. Um, and I identified that this could be done a lot better using VR and AR. So since then, we've developed the technology to make that experience mobile and everyone can easily use that. And we've been able to create a back-end business that can help um, a lot of companies produce those those experiences for a, a reasonable price. Um, so that's where we are today. And, and then Amy can maybe speak more on, on where we're seeing that um, to the solution in today's world. Yeah, exactly. I think um, Mike hit nail on the head essentially we saw that there was a real need in the market to help people to translate 2D floor plans into reality. Um, not using a pun there, but essentially a lot of people find it really hard to look at a 2D floor plan and know what it's going to look like um, when it's finished. And we see that that's one of the bigger, biggest hesitancies that people have when buying off the plan. Um, and that sort of links into who our target markets are, which are off the plan developers um, and project home builders who are really selling properties that aren't built yet. So people have that issue with visualizing what they're going to look like. So that's really where it started. And then as we went on this journey, we spoke with a lot of our target market. They gave us a lot of feedback and we started to sort of hear what their problems were, not just what the customer's problems were. And that's sort of been the fun bit over the last two years, incorporating that into our tech as well. 
Okay. So yeah, sounds great. Yeah, as, <laughs> as Amy mentioned, there the, the our product and our solution has developed a lot over the yeah. over the years from uh, from feedback. So what we initially thought was the greatest solution has has now developed a lot since then. So it's it's been great to get that market feedback. Brilliant. Okay. Yeah. It sounds lovely. And thanks for sharing that. And we'll walk right into the next one. Um, so. Tell us about the process of viewing a property or like designing it, uploading it to the system. Um, how does it compare with traditional viewings or, uh, or like traditional architectural builds? Mm. Mm. I'll, I'll let you go first, Amy, and then I can fill in. Yeah, well, I think, I, I think the, um, if you use sort of a display home builder, I'm not sure what you call it there, but we call it a display home builder here or a project home builder where they build um, similar houses over and over again. So if you sort of look at that traditional process, um, a lot of the time a customer will go into a display village and um, they'll go and they'll have a look at the houses that are built and they'll choose the one that they like and then they'll go, great, I want to I want to build with you and then they'll have that issue again of, oh, we don't have it actually physically built so you can't see it. So um, that's where they bring out the imagery, the static imagery, the brochures and the 2D floor plans and they've got to decipher them. Um, so instead of that more traditional process, I guess, of buying a house there, um, with our technology, really we've empowered our customers to choose how they want their buyers to view the property. So um, our tech basically gives them three options. And as Mike said, when we first started, we really only used virtual reality. So we were very much about the headsets and um, as we've been on the journey, we've now incorporated using tablets as well, using augmented reality, and then also incorporating um, the more traditional clickable tours. So we really have um, something for every buyer, depending on how comfortable I guess they are with technology. So um, a buyer now could come onto our platform. Um, they could go, say, the Damien Homes or Deadman Homes. You can go, okay, great. I'm going to look at all your different designs. And then as a customer, I'm going to choose how I want to view them. So I have the ability to choose to view it just as a clickable tour on my tablet or to pick that tablet up and use it to view it in one-to-one -one scale in augmented reality or to pop a headset on and view it in virtual reality. So really the power is now in the buyer's hands to choose how they want to view that house and how they want to buy it. Yeah, and, and, and on that point, like Amy's described it very well, but it just... it what we've also tried to do is try to make it fit into the sales process as much as we can. So currently um, through those three avenues that um, Amy has described, that also gives that sales team opportunity to, to sell how they want. So they can utilize this in the display suites as a face-to-face -face, um, physical tool to, to excite buyers and, and let them fully experience something. Um, where, but also it can be used as a remote selling tool. So, so selling agents can digitally um, link up with buyers from from their office, and and the buyer could be at their home, and they could be walking around a virtual home tour. Um, and then, and then finally, they can, the the buyer can view in their own time, in their own space, just with their own um, family and friends. So, we're we're trying to really help that communication between buyer and seller, and um, and try and be able to make sure that there is the correct information flowing between the two parties so people can make informed decisions. Mm, and like that, that really solved a new problem which popped up, uh, which is COVID and restrictions and not being able to physically um, be in the same space. So, I mean, we did start this business in COVID, but it wasn't our intention that um, 
that would be a problem we'd have to solve, but now we do solve that problem. So it's been a great value add for us, I guess. Um, one silver lining and it really has this ability to connect people all around the world in any location and to now sell to them, which is really, really powerful. Yeah, it's amazing. And I did notice quite a bit of those types of solutions, even in London, like during the pandemic, a lot of people wanted to do remote viewing mm. and um, it was incredibly useful for them to do it because they didn't have to actually endanger themselves during the pandemic or with the restrictions, they could go anywhere at any time. Yeah, exactly. So, brilliant, brilliant. Um, so I wanted to ask you a little bit about the client base that you've got. Um, who is your predominant client base and what kind of feedback have they offered on your solution? Yeah, oh, do you want me to go, Mike, or you go? Yeah, yeah, yeah you can go first. Uh, <laughs> go with it, okay, our main client. So we've got, um, there's two for us really. So off the plan developers, um, mostly we're finding here that they're developing residential apartment buildings. Um, and then we've got project or display home builders, depending on what you call them, who's more those um, estate housing sort of set up. So, yeah, I mean, as we've told you, when we first started, our solution was completely different. And it, I think that's the nature of all startups. You start a, a product based on what you think the market wants, and then you start to actually talk to them and they start telling you what they want. And um, that was really good for us. It was also hard because you're getting a lot of feedback that you don't, you're sort of like, oh, it's not what I thought and you've got to change it. But um, we really listened to them and heard their problems. And I think for, they're a little bit unique, the two of them, and they're a little bit different. So for display home builders, their need is to show um, the same design over and over again. So a display home builder might have some of the larger ones, they might have a hundred different designs, um, but they've only maybe got five of them built as a physical display home. So for them, it's really about how can we show our full suite of designs to as many people as possible with as little cost as you can. You can imagine Sydney alone, you're trying to build a display home to try and get a block of land under a million dollars is pretty hard to do. So it's an expensive exercise. So I think we come in really cost effective there as well. Um, and then for the off the plan developers, they're a little bit different. Um, they're not really showing the same design for a long period of time, but they're trying to show um, uh, sort of the key apartments, I guess, that they're trying to sell. So a one better, a two better, a three better, a penthouse. And then I think the exterior of the building common areas, as well, because we can model all of that and show that in virtual reality. And of course, for them, it's the view as well. So we can put that um, the 4K drone footage into our experiences so that when a customer's in it, they actually see their physical view. And for them, that's something that they just can't show people um, in any other way. So I think that's really powerful for them. And that's a big selling feature and solves a big problem for them as well, especially again in Sydney where you're selling views are a big price tag. So it's really helpful to actually be able to capture them and show them that. Yeah. And so, and so what Amy's touched on there is, is perfectly, is, is correct, is, is that is the end client and the, our end user. Um, but what also is part of our business is we actually are, partnering with as many architectural visualization firms as possible. So um, what Amy described is the end users of, of, our, of our tool. But to get to that product, uh, a lot of those clients are already using architectural visualization firms to produce high-end um, 
imagery and and fly through videos. And so what we do is we're just providing that extra ability for those architectural visualization firms to be able to offer virtual reality on mobile devices. So we specialize in that conversion of making uh, a high-end, really architecturally looking model work on a, a virtual reality or a mobile device. Um, right. So, yeah. Yeah, so the platform is completely like, well, not necessarily device agnostic, but you can get it across tablets, smartphones, anything that's going to you know, provide the maximum amount of versati uh, versatility you know, for anyone who wants to view the properties. So, exactly. And, nice. as, and as Mike said, those um, architectural visualization firms, we call them ArcViz firms, it's a bit shorter. Those ArcViz <laughs> okay. firms, they... Um, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're quite abundant. There's a lot of them. And that's what's traditionally been used to sell off the plan properties, making, like Mike said, the, the 3D renders and the fly-through videos. So it's really a no-brainer for them because they're already doing modeling and this is just a great add-on service for them to then go to their clients. Okay, great. You've got your traditional marketing. Now let's step it up and put you into the virtual world, which is where it's heading to now and what customers are going to begin to expect. Cool, cool, yeah. And um, I guess one thing I would like to ask is, um, are you familiar with any of the technologies that they would use for like designing or developing one of the like the properties? For example, do they use like stereoscopic cameras of a specific kind, or um, do they use a specific platform for developing the three D models? Yeah, so so as I mentioned before, our, our goal is to be the partner with those ArcViz firms. Um, we, we don't actually, we have no intention of, of being the provider of and producer of all these models. So we are very across all the different platforms that, that are used uh, and that are commonly used in that industry. Um, so what we've focused in on initially is uh, 3ds Max, which is an Autodesk product, uh, which is we believe is, is utilized by most or majority of ArcViz companies. However, we also will then um, expand into um, Lumion and uh, and all the, all the different other ones. We also uh, support Blender as well. So we are we are trying to be able to be across all the platforms so that we can assist those architectural visualization firms. So um, yeah, and, and so they do a full three D model and then they can from that create those spherical images like you mentioned. But we actually our product is more about the full rendered experience. So you're you're fully within inside a virtual model. Um, yeah. Cool. Great answer. Um, so is there anything else that you'd like to add about your product or, um, you know, I guess how things have been as you've had to deal with COVID-19 or maybe where you see the future of these types of products going or these types of solutions? Yeah. Um, well, I suppose another thing I would like to mention is, is uh, I suppose a company that would be that more people are familiar with, which we, we, I suppose, our model is a little bit based off or is similar to is Matterport. Matterport, obviously, they're doing 360 spherical images to create a tour, uh, and they're always advancing and progressing to then create a more, an actual uh, model of the, uh, an actual real space. Our difference is that we're obviously of, of doing off the plan property. So th that's not that use of that technology and, and that, that form is not possible because the product, the, the um, actual property doesn't exist. So that we're trying to create a more user-friendly and more um, absorbing and ex experience for viewing properties that are off the plan, so don't exist. So, but yeah, people are more familiar with Matterport. 
nice. Well, great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think I, I second what Mike said. And, oh, gosh, if you ask him what he thinks is going to happen, Mike has about a million ideas about what's going to happen in the future. Come on, Mike, right. tell him. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what I think is going to happen in the future. Um, yeah, well, I, I, I definitely see this as being the, the, the new way of, of selling property. Um, it's a lot more convenient. Um, you can, when, when this type of technology is um, adopted more commonly, um, it would just make sense to be in terms of time efficiency and and efficiencies just to be able to view your property through our platform and you can view uh, things interstate uh, as well as off the plan. Uh, it just seems to be, it will be the, the way that people do sell property. They'll still use the traditional um, methods. This is not a, uh, a one or the other, this is complementary. Um, but it just takes time, and and with with the uh, big companies such as Facebook and Apple and Microsoft getting into this field with their launching of their new headsets as of next year, and 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 the marketing and sales that go behind that, um, and just as we adopted smartphones, it took a few years for the the Apple iPhone to become adopted and, and widely used. This is the exact same experience that is going on with with VR headsets and AR technology. So. Um, we're just at the start of it, and this is just the tip of the iceberg. So, um, yeah, it's exciting times ahead. Yeah, exactly. I agree. And that's what we've definitely found that we found when we first started just with the headsets as an option. There's a little bit of hesitancy still with people with headsets, and that's why we really went away and talked to the team and said, okay, like we need to create an alternative for people as well, which is still a great experience and gives them the same immersion into the um, design but for people who don't want to wear a headset and that's a reality of it. But I think that people are going to become more and more comfortable with augmented reality and virtual reality and it'll just be intertwined in all different facets of our life and be quite normal in the future. I always imagine it um, as you have like an AR, you know, set of glasses and you wear yeah. those and that's basically your mobile, your headset, your tablet, everything else rolled into one. So you know, it'd be interesting to see how the technologies develop over the next five, 10 years. So <laughs> it's going to be exciting, but also maybe a, a little bit scary for some people, but I'm, <laughs> um, I'm looking we've, forward. <laughs> we've gone down yeah. that rabbit hole many a time in our conversation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, well, great. It was, it was a pleasure speaking to both of you and um, for our audiences and um, for everyone watching, you know, thanks so much for tuning in with us. So once again, this has been, um, let's see, we have Michael Shaw, Managing Director for Envision VR, and we also have Amy Farrington, Head of Sales for Envision VR as well. So thanks for both of you for coming on the show today and, you know, giving your insights into your solution and many thanks and all the best, okay? Thanks. Awesome. Thank you for having us. Brilliant. And if you guys enjoyed today's conversation, please like, share, and subscribe to our content so you can always be kept in the loop. Feel free to also spread the word on conversations from XR Today with the XR News hashtag on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook. This is Damon Kiritan from XR Today. Thanks so much for joining us and have a good one. Cheers. <laughs>